Welcome to the DL. This is the show where we talk about everything in the truck and equipment repair industry. It's my job to help inform and educate you on ways to help your business. We talk with technicians, business owners, associations, industry experts, manufacturers, and even a few you wouldn't think traditionally apply to your business. Welcome to yet another episode of the DL. I am your host, Tyler Robertson, the CEO and founder of Diesel Laptops. This is the show I talk about my two greatest passions, entrepreneurship and everything to do with truck repair. So sometimes we get those melded together, but this one definitely is gonna be talking a lot about diagnostics. And for the first time ever, I have a repeat guest on the show. So I got Dario here today. So first of all, Dario, welcome, welcome back to the show. Thank you, thank you, Tyler. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Well, and I think we were we were just talking. You were like the first recorded episode that we did at, on the DL, and that was. It feels like a long time ago. Maybe that's because of COVID and everything that happened. I I don't know, but it, it feels like forever ago in one moment, and like just like yesterday in the next. Yeah, absolutely. It feels like ten years ago, <laughs> but it was like I don't know, eighteen months ago, something like that. Episode one, I was there with you guys, so. It's nice to be back. Thank you. Yeah, and we were, you know, we always got to talk about COVID a little bit. We were talking before the air. You kind of got, you were you were back over in Italy, and everyone's going to learn about Texas being an Italian company here. But you were in Italy and kind of got kind of got stuck over there for a little bit. Did, so it's good to get you back. And, and how long did you end up getting, how long did your vacation get extended over in Italy while you were there? Uh, in the end, like over a month. <laughs> so I was planning on staying there two weeks. And then, of course, it's, it's a pain to be stuck over there for a month right i mean good food good uh good everything so yeah it was it was terrible well i i think you know if people don't know who texa is i i think mm-hmm. it'd be great to just kind of give a give a brief little overview or a brief little history and just explain who is texa and what do you guys do sure so like we just said texa is an italian company a multinational company so we have branches in nine different countries right now with texa usa being the youngest so texa works on uh, a lot of many different things so we do equipment for for shops in general Uh, the way the company started is actually a a very interesting story so uh, the two original founders they were running uh, a dealership car dealership back in the 80s and basically, they saw the very first cars with uh, electronic control units with ECUs. So they saw, they witnessed the, the switch from carburetors to ECUs. So, being two very smart guys, they they understood there was some you know some potential with uh, with all of that. So they started playing around with uh, with ECUs. Uh, they came up with some basic uh, code readers, and then. When they realized that you know there was real potential, they they founded Texa in 1992. So um, Texa is a relatively young company, uh, not even uh, not even 30 years old. But if we think about this industry, about diagnostics, uh, it's one of the very first companies in the world because that's when this uh, this change evolution happened, right? So they started with uh, car diagnostics and then they branched out to, to many different things. So trucks, off-highway, bike, uh, marine, but also AC recovery machines, telematics, gas analyzers, scopes, a lot of many different things. Here in the US, we just, uh, we just started in 2012. 
uh, with diagnostics, with our core core business, what we do, what we do best, honestly. Um, so yes, Taxa USA is the youngest uh, Taxa branch, and uh, we started with diagnostics, and now we are also branching out to AC recovery machines, and we have few things coming, uh, few things coming. So uh, this is, in a nutshell, Taxa. So I know over over in Europe where you're located, you guys do have like the AC refrigerant machines and some other timing tools and stuff and an oscilloscope. Are, is there any plans to bring any of that stuff over to the U.S. or is it still kind of a future thing? Oh, yes, absolutely. Actually, the AC recovery machines are already here. So we have the, Co the Comfort 750, which is a fully automatic AC recovery machine that works on the 134A uh, refrigerant. So the, the, the old gas, as they call it. And next year, we're going to have a machine that works on the YF gas and also a dual gas machine. So a machine that can work on both the 134A gas and also the YF gas. So the AC, AC is here. And then another big news is that uh, we also implemented and developed a little bit more our car software. I don't know if we're going to talk about that uh, later on, but that's another, uh, that's a big deal for us. Well, and let's just, you know, break it down for everyone a little bit here. So I know we're on YouTube. We're also on podcasts and all those things. And if there's if there's something Italians are really known for, it's making very high quality luxury goods. And I can definitely say the box that you guys have is, is definitely right in line with all of that. And I remember when I first set eyes on this, I, I didn't quite grasp everything it could do because I'm used to just in the truck world where we have one box and it hooks up to a commercial truck and it kind of works with the OEM software. But then I come to find out, oh, this one box and one piece of software works with automotive. It works with commercial truck. It works with agriculture. It works with construction. It works with marine. It works with power sports, motorcycles, jet skis, boats. So it, it's really amazing that, you know, all those different technologies across all that spectrum is able to get sucked down into, into one box and one piece of software, essentially which makes it great and easy for everyone to use. And I know this box I'm holding my hands and I'll describe it for the audience. It's probably, I don't know what, eight, eight, nine inches or so box shaped. Um, it's got this rubber coating on it. it. It's beautiful. It works great. And, you know, after we've sold tens of thousands of these, essentially the warranty return rate is like basically zero. So it's a, it's a high quality product, but you guys do have a new box coming out as well. So you've kind of re-upped yourself on a, on a product that really has been a great product in the marketplace. Can you, and I, and I know hopefully during the video here, we'll be showing some video overlay of some of the commercials and stuff you guys have. Um, cause I know it's, it's, it's coming out in the future, but can you kind of describe the new box and what's different with it in for the audience a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So as you know, we, uh, we care about quality. So everything we do, uh, is going to meet high standards of, uh, of quality. Uh, the TXTS, the, the unit you have there is, is, is very solid. Um, it's, it's a tank. And as you said, it works on, on everything, but the unit has been around since years and years now, and there's really no need to replace it, but you know, things evolve and change. So Texa came up with a new VCI, which is called Navigator Multi-Hub, uh, which is basically the evolution of the TXTS. So it's a little bit smaller, it's lighter, uh, it's hard plastic, but it's still IP certified and it works with all of the vehicles you mentioned. So 
the main one of the main characteristics is there's a there's a small display on top of the unit that gives you some information about uh, the diagnostic session you are running, so the status of your connectivity. If you're working with Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, uh, it gives you uh, information on the battery charge, so the voltage of the battery, which is always useful when you run diagnostics, right? So you don't want to go below uh, a certain uh, voltage. As I mentioned, it works on Wi-Fi, so it's not only Bluetooth or hardwired, but it's also Wi-Fi, which uh, which is which is faster than than Bluetooth. So that's another thing to to mention. And also, uh, it's going to be also RP1210, and uh, I am pretty sure that you're going to appreciate that future because you have been asking for that since like forever from the very beginning. So it's going to be RP1210 as well. Yeah. So when when he's talking about RP1210 here, just for the audience. What that means is there's like a standard, at least here in the United States, where all the software manufacturers, OEM software, and most of the aftermarket people have said, let's make our device RP1210 compliant. And this is coming out of TMC. And what that really means then is I should be able to use OEM software with any adapter that's RP1010 compliant. So that's been kind of one of the knocks on, on the Texas software and the, the hardware in the past. It's like, oh, it's not RP1010 compliant. And if I have OEM software, now I got to have two different adapters. So, so you guys are definitely solving that problem. Um, I was giving Dario a hard time before we aired this thing. I'm like, man, I was asking for that thing six years ago, and I got involved with you guys. So I'm glad. Maybe I don't. I don't know if they probably listened to me or not, but I'm glad. I'm glad to see they did it. So that's great. And then I can tell you too, the other problem you really solved is is a one that people don't realize. It's you know we get hundreds of calls on, oh my 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 software won't connect to my vehicle. And one of the first checks is, okay, do you have power on your adapter? And you guys have the LED lights on this. But then there's the, okay, do you have enough voltage? And you know, the other guy's got to bust out a multimeter and try to figure it out or check battery voltage. And now to have it like just displayed right on the hardware itself that's connected to the diagnostic port is a, a huge time saver and it eliminates one of those steps for everybody as well. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, and, and trust me, everyone listens, I promise you, I'm going to push Texa to have some type of upgrade package or some type of promotion or something so they can get their hardware swapped out. And I'm, I'm sure Texas is going to want to get it out here. And like they said, it doesn't sound like anyone's in a huge hurry to get it over here. And I can only imagine, you know, we read all the headlines, logistics, air freight, these things come imported overseas. You got to deal with, I, I was just seeing an article that day how like air freight's like four times as expensive as it was six months ago. Uh, crew, uh, ocean freight's just ridiculous as well, and, and all these things going on and supply chain stuff. So I, I know you guys got your hands full uh, with all that stuff. So we'll keep being patient, but I'm, I'm really excited to, to get that coming across. Um, and then the other one I want to talk about is e-truck. So again, I'll, I'll, get, I'll throw it back to you, Dario, if you don't mind just explaining to him, like, what, what is e-truck and, and how does it work? So eTrack is is an extension of IDC5, our diagnostic software. So eTrack is a 16-pin compact dongle that you leave uh, connected to, to the track. So the dongle talks to the track, to the ECU, and at the same time talks to the driver's cell phone via Bluetooth, and it transmits data to the cell phone and then to the shop, which is, of course, in a different, in a different location. So thanks to this, uh, let's call it bridge, uh, the, the workshop is going to be able to remote in through the cell phone and through eTrack and basically perform diagnostics remotely. So eTrack is was meant was uh, was developed mainly to solve uh, you know emission related issues which are uh, you know 
the, the hot topic of the of the tracking industry. So the uh, e-track was developed to reduce downtime, basically. So whenever the track goes into D-rate, uh, it's stuck on the highway. Uh, the shop is going to be able to remote in and force regen remotely. So there's no need to send someone over there. There's no need to wait on the side of the of the highway. There's no need to tow the track, which is you know, it's, it's crazy because it's going to make you lose a lot of time and a lot of money. So thanks to E-Track, they can remote in, force regen, and, and, and get it going. So the main uh, objective of E-Track is reduced downtime. And, you know, we know that, you know, time is money. And a track that is not running is a track that is not making money. So uh, it's an innovative product. Uh, it's doing really well. And last year, we also decided to um to make it work also on off-highway vehicles so uh, the logic behind it is exactly the same an excavator a tractor that is not uh, that is not running is a tractor that is not making money for the for the fleet owner for the for the owner of, uh, of the vehicle for the operator right so it works exactly the same way the shop is going to be able to remote in and see, see parameters, see codes, clear codes, and perform some of the diagnostic functions. So mainly DPF-related uh, capabilities, and also when we talk about tracks, also speed limiters, which is, uh, which is a big deal, especially when you go from one state to the other or from the US to Canada, you may wanna, you may wanna adapt the speed limiters, either increase them, increase the speed or decrease the speed. So eTrack is a is a very cool product. When they told me, uh, you know, uh, everything about it, I was uh, I was shocked and I was pleased to 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 know all of those things because I think is uh, is great. It's a great product. So I'm I'm holding one in my hand here, and again, the video audience can obviously see it, but it's a really small thing. If you've ever seen the shape of the kind of the trapezoid shape of an OBD2 port on an automobile automo automotive, um, it's it's about that that wide and tall. Um, and it's about twice as long, uh, tall. So maybe, maybe an inch tall or so, but it, it's a very small, light little thing. And it, I've seen it in action. So we at diesel laptops, we own trucks here. We do testing on them. Um, you know, you buy the, the different converter to go from OBD2 to nine pin or six pin, or, you know, even Volvo uses Volvo Mac uses OBD2 obviously. Um, but it's really cool to be able to actually be, you know, a thousand miles away or 2000 miles away and go force a regen on a truck that's, that's broke down the side of the road and get it at a D rate is, is quite a feat. And it's not like these dongles are, are super expensive and there's no monthly fees associated with them or, or anything like that. Um, so, but the question I got for Dario, I know you said now they're available in the off highway applications as well. There's like 50 different connectors for the off-highway world. Did, how many did you guys do all of them, or just the common ones, or where did you guys land on on the different connectors for the off-highway stuff? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Something that I forgot to mention is that, of course, in the off-highway world, every uh, every make has got his own adapter, right? So everything is proprietary. So we focused on the main on the main makes, and we we have a few uh, few adapters. So we have the Cat9 pin adapter. Uh, FPT adapters for you know stationary engines. Uh, we got Doits, Yanmar, and uh, of course the the standard nine pin adapter for everything that is you know OBD Deutsch. So Cummins, Case, New Holland, John Deere, those things. Yeah, yeah. Not, I mean the nine pin, the ones you rattled off are the most common ones out there. And trust us, mm -hmm. Texas got the history on what are the most popular things that are that are being hooked up to and, and all those things. 
Um, which which kind of brings me to, you know, kind of another thing here to talk about is, you know, on the software side, we kind of glanced over it a little bit. But when I first started selling Texa products about six years ago, it was, it was mainly truck. Um, and then I then we kind of picked up off highway stuff there as well. And uh, truthfully, off highways, like half our sales now are off highway licenses. It's it's very good stuff. Um, and then when, when I first looked at car, it was kind of only supercars. And it was like Maseratis and Lamborghinis and a lot of a lot of Italian cars. It seemed like in there, uh, but that's that's not really the case today anymore with with Texa with IDC five car. Can you kind of talk about coverage on the automotive side and how you guys split up that license a little bit? Yes, absolutely. So it's exactly like you said. Until a few years ago, uh, Texa was considered to be, and we were pretty upfront with customers and dealers. Texa was a niche product for. Uh, specific shops. So shops working on European makes, high-end cars, like you said, Ferrari, Lamborghinis, or Mercedes, you know, fancy, fancy stuff. So basically we didn't have the coverage for uh, all of the local makes, the domestic makes, and the Asian Asian cars. And we were totally uh, upfront with customers. So if you're looking on, you know, coverage on a, on a Mercedes, then Texas is an option. If you're looking to scan a, a Chevy, then probably you have better options with, uh, you know, with someone else, with some other company. So in the last two years, we worked really hard and it was, uh, it was a lot of work, uh, but we filled that gap. So now Texa is also an option when it comes to uh, domestic and Asian makes. It took, uh, it took a while. It took 18 months uh, of work. A lot of engineers doing uh, back and forth from Italy. We also increased the team here at Texa USA, uh, but I am I am happy to say that now Texa is an option when it comes also to you know those cars, uh, which is also a good thing for guys like yourself because you know uh, a lot of uh, a lot of diesel shops they also work on cars. Obviously, if we think about you know uh, fl- uh, you know fleets or also municipalities, they have a different they have a huge variety of different uh, vehicles. They have heavy duty trucks, they have off highway stuff, uh, like excavators, loaders, skid steers, but they also have cars. So they have pickup trucks with gas engines. They can have regular passenger cars. So now they can also add coverage on their existing taxi unit. They can, add, they can add coverage also on cars, which makes us, you know, uh, it's a huge advantage with, uh, for us, because you know, with one unit, you can do different things. Like you said earlier, the, the TXT S, or, or let's let's say IDC5 in general. Uh, IDC5 is the Texas software, right? Um, so IDC5 can cover if it has a if it has an ECU, we can we can scan it, right? Uh, which is great. Also, those guys, municipalities, they can also have uh, UTVs, ATVs, side by sides, you know, John Deere Gators. Uh, Polaris quads, we can also do those things. So we also created um, a, a bike off-road software. So a bike, uh, a version, a smaller version of our bike software that includes only uh, Polaris, BRP, Canon, uh, John Deere, and those uh, those vehicles. So that's that's an additional add-on. That's an additional. Uh, software that our existing diesel customers can uh, can purchase. Yeah, so I remember when you guys first came out with the Texa car software, essentially, 
people are like, okay, how, how good is it? Because we had been selling something else. And I'm like, look, guys, if they can hook up to every truck, every piece of commercial equipment out there, boats, jet skis, all these power sports, motorcycles, and they can hook up to high-end high -end automotive, I'm pretty sure they can figure out how to hook up to a Toyota Camry and do the diagnostic commands. So uh, it, it's very good stuff. We have, a, we have a team here that goes through and tests all these things and does these things. It's been, it's been very great. And, I, you know, I think there's an important piece that I, I kind of missed as, I was, as we've been talking here because I kind of get ahead of myself is, you know, the renewal model that you guys have. And it, it's, it's very unique um, because it's, it's a lot different than a lot of other competitors have gone, right? So, so I guess the question for you, Dario, is if I buy a full-blown trucking off highway kit and I throw some automotive in there, um, what happens after a year when I, when I just purchased that, that package of all this diagnostic software? Did I, did I lose everything and am I required to buy a renewal from you guys? No, absolutely, absolutely not. So um, our policy is, of course, you know, uh, almost every diagnostic company gives you the first year for free, first year of updates for free. So when um, when the first year is is over, uh, some companies they basically shut off the software. So we don't believe in that. Uh, we we think that you know the the customer, the technician has already spent thousands of dollars. Uh, into that diagnostic tool. So uh, forcing them to buy a renewal after one year is, uh, is just not right, it's unfair. So we prefer to let the subscription expire. You're gonna keep all of the capabilities you have uh, with your software, so everything is gonna stay there. You won't be able to update the software, you won't see the latest software developments, but you're gonna keep everything as is, as is forever. Uh, and then if you want to see new stuff, you can get the updates. There are no skip fees, there are no penalties. If you missed updates, you just uh, go to the most current software version. So in, in a way, we believe that we got to earn their business. We don't want to force them into buying updates. We want to earn their business. And I believe that if you deliver uh, a solid software, if you, if you deliver a good software, then the updates are gonna come. Uh, it's you don't have to force anyone into updates if you're doing a good job. Of course, um, it's just a different way of seeing things. Uh, uh, you know, forcing, uh, making updates mandatory is also a good way to, you know, having to have a constant flow of money, which makes sense because you know it's not it's not cheap to develop software. So I get. Uh, that it it would be nice to have like 100% renewals uh, and make them mandatory and make the, and get 1% of those renewals. But uh, we just believe that you know if the software is good, they're gonna buy the updates either way. Yeah, you know, as a business owner, I I I love the fact if I could go to a customer and say, oh, you need to buy this for a lot of money and you got to keep paying me every year forever, otherwise it stops working, right? But but the consumer side of me is like, man, I hate that model, right? I know as a as a buyer, I hate that model. And I, I will avoid it like the plague. So that's what I really loved about you guys. And it's been this way as long as I've known Texa. And uh, that's been the great thing with working with Texa. It really lined up with us. Like, look, you bought this tool. You don't like it. Don't don't buy the renewals. Don't buy the support. And if you choose to later do that, just buy it then. There's no, like you said, no skip fees, no late fees, none of that. Um, so so for us, if you're listening to this and, and you're on the edge about buying a Texa, um, I, you know, I know this isn't a, a Texas thing as much as a diesel laptops thing, but you know, we do 30 day money back guarantees. You don't have all these required annual fees. It's just, it's just a great one box, one piece of software platform. 
And five years ago, when I first stumbled across this, I didn't believe it. I remember reading a magazine at a trade show. I'd never heard of Texa. And it's like, oh, it works on all these things and does all this stuff and no request. I'm like, no way. There's nobody, there's nobody doing that. And then I actually got, I actually bought one to try out. And I'm like, son of a gun, it, it actually does. And uh, your, your product is just, it's amazing how far it's come uh, since then. And uh, you guys do it, you guys do a tremendous job. And like you said, you, you wouldn't be able to afford to keep buying and, and spending the money on the engineering staff and the tools you need to keep doing those things if people weren't buying the renewals from you guys. So I, I love the, the mentality of let's go, let's go earn that business every year. Um, but then I want to flip gears to kind of one last subject. And uh, it, it's, it's one that even Texas customers that they're listening about probably don't, probably don't know too much about. And there, there's kind of some future things coming here. So uh, with that, I'm going to kind of just have you talk about my Texa a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So the MyTexa uh, is an online portal um, that is going to show customers additional information about their own diagnostic sessions. So, uh, you know, things things evolve and things change, and also the customers customers needs evolve. So at the very beginning, it was enough to 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 see codes, you know, right? Clear, see and clear and clear codes. And then some companies, they just went a little bit over that and they added functionalities. So forcing regen, inje coding injectors, and then everyone got to that, uh, to that right? So uh, you always have to offer something, something more. So then we did the wiring diagrams, the interactive wiring diagrams. We did the, the dashboards for the live data pits. We did uh, also the dashboards for the, for the bidirectionals. Uh, the dashboard for uh, so a graphical representation of the global scan. Now we are working on you know other ways to to add functionalities and capabilities to the software. Uh, the customer wants to have everything in one tool, and the more the more it does, the better. So if the scan tool could make coffee, that would be awesome, right? Uh, best scan tool ever. Uh, so now we are working on this MyTexa portal. So. Uh, information is uh, is a big deal, right? So we have a lot of information from our customers. So uh, we are able to pull APIs from the diagnostic session and basically work on uh, on those uh, on those data. So we can come up with useful statistics for customers. So we in this portal, in the MyTexa portal, uh, the customers are going to be able to check on all of the diagnostic sessions they, they ran, they will be able to see statistics about the diagnostic session. So by make, by model, uh, how many times that specific code popped up, and they're gonna be able to, you know, get some kind of information out of it, which is, which is very important also for, especially for uh, fleet owners. So if you own a fleet, you wanna know which vehicles gave you uh, gave you issues, right? So with the MyTexa portal, you're going to be able to see that that specific make uh, created more issues than, than than the other makes. So the next time you're going to buy new vehicles, you're going to renew your fleet. You're going to keep that in mind. So MyTexa processes all of the diagnostic information and gives you uh, statistics and reports and graphs about everything you did in the last 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, one year. Well, 
I'm excited to see that. I've, I've actually seen some of those things behind the scenes with some certain client that we're, that we're working with. Um, but it, 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 you're absolutely right. I, I love how you guys keep innovating and innovating and innovating and, and giving more and giving more and giving more and making a better product. And I, I think the market responds and, and sales keep going the way they're going. So, so things are great out there. Um, and I always tell people, man, like you buy, you buy a Texa tool. It's, it's really the last tool you're ever going to buy. You don't, you don't need to buy. This isn't like you bought it and it's going to be gone in two or three years. It, you're, you're going to be happy. And it's going to last you a long time. So great to see everything. So I, I know we talked about my Texa. We talked about the, uh, the car coming out or that's already out. We talked about the new TXT box that's on the horizon. We talked about e-truck for trucking off highway. Did, did I, did we miss anything? I, I think we got it all, but maybe I, maybe I missed it. No, we talked. Uh, we talked about many different things. Um, you know, ADAS is another is another topic. Uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a reality on on the automotive side, and now it's also getting into into the tracking industry. So it's not uh, it's not that common uh, to have ADAS systems on tracks, but it's I think it's going to be there at some point. And of course, we are keeping an eye on it. We have a unit which is ready. We did some business. Uh, demand is really uh, is very is very limited. We are we are at the very early stages, but that's another that's another thing that is gonna is gonna is gonna be is gonna be huge. I think. Also, you know, electric vehicles. That's another hot topic uh, in uh, in the car industry, in the automotive sector, but also for trucks, also off highway, right? Uh, so we're keeping an eye on that. We have a project with uh, with an OE. Uh, they're working on electric uh, vehicles and we are developing the software for them. So many different things going on and, you know, we're busy and busy is good. The opposite would be, would be a, would be a problem, but yeah, no yeah. complaints. You know, it, it's a lot, the stuff you're talking about is a lot of similar stuff we get here. Like, aren't you guys worried about robots driving trucks? Like, no, more sensors, more electrical, all more diagnostics, all, all good stuff, right? Yeah. Um, electric, exactly. electrics, it's whole, whole nother world. People are going to need diagnostic tools, new diagnostic tools to do those things and training for safety and more repair information and, and all that stuff as well. And, um, you know, you look at, you look at the ADAS, which is, you know, for, for people read, listen to this, it's the advanced driver assist systems, right? So lane guidance and all the safety things and braking and adaptive crews and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, Dario is absolutely right. That stuff is, it's in automotive. It's in every new car that you see around the road. Uh, it's now become standard on a couple models of Volvos and Freightliner trucks, and it's becoming more and more popular. And guess what all the data is showing? It's saving lives and there's less accidents. And, and as that, as that data keeps coming out, you know, fleets and the government's going to keep pushing forward as well. So it's, it's all the reality of the situation that's happening here. So, you know, with, with all that Dario, man, glad to get you back in the United States. Uh, now it, it seems like we're all traveling around here in the United States. Trade shows are opening up. I, I hope I, I hope I run into you at a trade show here pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, or you know, we can visit. Let's let's meet. Let's talk face to face. We really need that kind of interaction. Finally. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show. And Dario, if people want to reach out to you, you directly, how? What's the best way to do that? Uh, me directly, I would say LinkedIn. Um, if they want to talk to Texa in general, uh, social media, texausa.com. Uh, social media means Facebook, we are very active, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn as well, or they can just call the office. Awesome. Well, very good to talk to you again, Dario. Thank you for much coming on the show. And you know, as we always end it, it's not just diagnostics, it's diagnostics done right. And Texa definitely has that covered across almost every brand you can think of with an ECU on it. So with that said, we'll call it a show. Thank you for watching and listening, and we'll catch you next time.